0: This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have a chance, head down into the show notes to see how you can support the podcast and leave us a review. That would be great. We are continuing with our long line of curriculum reviews. We have completed Right Start Math Level C. This is our third segment of right start math yeah we're, yeah.
1: we're going we're, we're collecting the whole set
0: we are we we've got we've got all the pokemon cards this is
1: good because we invested in the manipulative yeah, was, set which was a little bit expensive at first yep. and we weren't sure if it was going to be all worth it but we've really really with enjoyed it. right yes. start
0: and so continuing on we'll, we'll keep this as a short review because i mean if you've i'll go ahead and link all the earlier reviews that we have done Around this curriculum, um, this is just the, obviously the next level of the curriculum that we've An done. Update. An update. um update. So basically, level C is focused on mainly, um, I would say, about four specific topics. Continuing with addition and subtraction, but adding additional place values. So going all the way up to hundreds and thousands place value. Talking about borrowing, like so, if you're doing subtraction, you're borrowing from the you know the next place value. If you are adding, you are carrying the one to the next one, the classic things that we all remember from early math. Um, additionally, there was a large segment within this um, uh, curriculum centered on uh, time. Yet again, we covered time for the seventh time. We have covered time. I think our, my daughter is finally getting it. Um, additionally, more money has been brought up now because we have a lot of great math skills around addition and subtraction. Starting to think about you know taking change and and, and providing change, a lot more um, complex uh, kind of word problems where they are playing with the terminology like you know what is the difference between this or how many more until I have this and having to get your kid to you know wrap their head around the the language of handling these word problems that are more of the regular speak that you they would encounter out in the wild that's not just simply what is 12 minus 4 you know
1: right something that's a little bit more realistic more realistic now is this still going to be this is still totally parent-led right this yes. isn't something she's reading you are still reading this to her have you noticed any change in the amount of parent involvement going that's, from B to C
0: B to C there was a big big change um, specifically around the worksheets now if you if you're on a or B you'll notice that they start to bring in more worksheets along the way especially in I think in level B they did. Um, in level C, it's literally almost every lesson has a worksheet. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, because the kind of the funny thing is we're starting to outstrip the manipulatives because a lot of those early manipulatives were like basic counting. Okay, here's a tens, you know, here's a tens card and here's a hundreds card, and how are we building our our different place values and how are we thinking about uh, you know adding and subtracting? Mm-hmm. We're past that now, right? my daughter can look at it and say well that is 364 we she doesn't need 300 right. tiles and you know six tens tiles and you know four ones she doesn't need that anymore we are now using the other side of the abacus as well mm. which um, allows you We've to graduated t- yes we have which allows you to do ha- um, higher place uh, place uh, value uh, addition um, using the vertical nature of the abacus as opposed to just the horizontal where you have the the symbol hundred beads. If you flip it over, you can get all the way to thousands. Um, and it allows you to easily identify when, you know, things are, you know, over 10, so you can carry it and, and, and add that to the next place value. So addition and subtraction big time. Um, there was a nice stretch of, of time and money. So, you know, those are kind of like, we're always getting those. There's a nice stretch of, uh, ge- uh geometry, so we were talking about different I can't shapes. We were doing
1: geometry like this well, early. Well,
0: it's basically shapes and and drawing halves and and the reason why they were doing that is they were kind of wrapping their heads around breaking things into pieces because that led into, at the end, fractions and division. Uh-huh. So
1: we're starting to get into early fractions, early
0: fractions, early division. And that was towards the end. So it was, it was just touched on. It wasn't, it wasn't like whole long segments. Did of that it.
1: feel like a big jump or did it feel like because no. you had done all the shapes, it was really a natural progression? I
0: think, I think the way they've introduced um, multiplication because it's the doubling it's, you know, how many is this? And we did touch on multiplication again. There was uh it wasn't a lot of multiplication, but there was enough because they used it to to talk about area and perimeter Mm. and more geometry. So the multiplication was being used as a vehicle to discuss geometry concepts. So they touched on it. She's already done a lot of multiplication, low end multiplication, five times four, eight times three, simple things like that. Nothing high order, like seven times seven, Um, higher level uh, uh, products where you get the answer is just like, you know, closer to 100 is all easier stuff that she can go, oh, what's four, four, some four plus four plus four. She can see that it's 12. This is a little bit of a a springboard into geometry, but again, teaching the concepts, she understands it. At the end with the division, it just carried on from a lot of the fractions and a, a lot of the fraction work that was done specifically around measurement, and the geometry. Mm. So talking about things as halves and quarters and thirds and you know fifths, and being able to write that and understanding, oh, that's one out of five, you know Springboarding into, well, let's think about how many times does five go into 20? Or how many times does, you know th- you know two go into eight? And that just was really easy for her to see because we were doing the doubling. so it's two two. so it's like if it's like two times four, she was saying, okay, there's four twos. OK, but now let's imagine we have eight. How many times does two go into there? Four. And so okay. it just made sense. And, I, and I've noticed that the division came very easily because of the way they handled the multiplication earlier, where it wasn't just we're just doing the we're just crunching through the formula. It was a lot of of um, just early work that was done to understand that this is the same number added multiple times and that it was used in various, you know, arenas like, like geometry or or addition or whatever it might be. Or like in the word problems or an area we're doing area calculations of certain shapes. She just got that. Yeah. Right. And so, okay, great. We we're talking about arrays and we're talking about shapes and we're doing calculating area multiplication makes a ton of sense because you're breaking up into little blocks.
1: yeah I was actually very surprised when she was able to do some of those lower yep. um, lower figure multiplication problems yep. I was yep. really surprised
0: absolutely so so those are kind of the four areas it was it was kind of like I call them the miscellaneous subjects but all the miscellaneous subjects like you know math I mean uh, the 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 money the time and the and a lot of the shape work feed into the other concepts that have been you know, expounded on earlier in the, in the, in the section. And I think the whole middle part, like if you can almost think of it as the entire curriculum was kind of broken into three pieces, they caught you back up on your addition and subtraction, did a lot of addition and subtraction work up front. A lot of the tricks of saying, okay, well, if I'm subtracting 15 and say, take seven from 15, right? Well, one of the ways I can do that is I can break 7 into a 5 and 2. I can take 15 down to 10. 10 minus 2 is 8. Just making easier math problems. Those type of tricks, they covered that a bunch of times. So it's just ways you can start. That's kind
1: of what some of the common core, the way that they're trying to get people to be able to do a little bit more mental math, right?
0: Exactly. But it was really, really needed because once you start doing a lot of subtraction problems, say like 1,492 minus 385, you're doing a lot of math of like potentially because if you're borrowing from the previous place right. value you're going to be doing 13 minus 6, 15 minus 4, you know, 4 or, or you know, 15 minus 8, right? right? And you need to be able to do those quickly, right. otherwise you just get bogged down. Okay. And so yeah. they did that work up front to get a lot of experience to then start to be able to do, you know, the the math problems and be able to do them fast and quickly. One of the things I noticed is that my daughter needed a little bit more work, so we went ahead and pulled in um, a, a Kumon book, and I think we'll review that coming up as well, um, where she was just, I was just having her do math problems every day. We're talking like 20, yeah. 25 edition, 25 subtraction problems. I just had her do those as part of her test, as part of her like warm-up work. In the book, they still have the warm-up work, but I just thought she needed a little bit more, and I didn't want to have to sit there and invent my own math problems <laughs> every single day. I, I was doing that, and I was like, this is just getting really boring. I need to be able to have a book that she can just you know, do, do these four columns of math problems and, you know, let's move on. So as I said earlier, they're doing a lot more worksheets. So there were, we were obviously still using the manipulatives almost every day. There's some type of manipulative, um, whether you're doing the shapes work and you're doing tangrams and, and rubber band work or whatever, or if you're doing your abacus work and you're talking about place value, almost every single, Almost every single lesson still has the manipulatives, but it's being pared down a little bit more and it's being replaced by a little bit of the worksheets. So almost every lesson had a worksheet for her to work on, which was nice because I could do the lesson, we could do the exercises, I could give you the worksheet and Mm -hmm. you could do the work and I can kind of sit back. It kind of felt a little, in that respect, math mammothy, where she was able to do some problems and do some exercises. Sometimes with those worksheets, she still needs my help. To explain mm-hmm. the problem and whatnot, I think because she's at this level C, um, they may expect kids to read the problems a little bit more. But she's not to that level reading wise. So well, right? Because she's
1: only finishing first
0: grade. She's still technically first grade.
1: Do you feel that C has been uh, a, a bigger time commitment than B? Is it similar?
0: I I I feel like level A w- when I, maybe I started a little early with her, um, but B. Went quicker, and C I felt went even quicker, and I don't know if that's because oh she just gets math, or I've noticed that she she's really good at you know maybe. Maybe the, the curriculum's a little bit easier now. We're not having to overcome the the simple problems of like what is twelve? How do you write thirteen? Right, okay. We're not doing those problems. So we're we're in the land of conceptual. Maybe understanding maybe you're now.
1: like, you know, doing some more just tiny increments so it's easier to go yeah. through. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we've always said about right start math, uh, we do right start math, we also do math mammoth, yep. we do other workbooks and things to supplement. One thing that we've always felt is that right start math lays this very uh, solid and complete conceptual foundation yeah, for math. I do agree. you feel like C is still just continuing in that vein?
0: Just continuing in. I love how they're introducing um, the multiplication and division slowly. It's not like, okay, sit down, kid. Prepare for, to get your mind blown Let's with multiplication. Let's memorize our times tables. Yeah, no, they don't do that. It's been do re- they
1: memorize times tables anymore? I know that was a thing for us. It probably is a thing. Children of the 90s.
0: But they started, I think, introducing a little bit of multiplication in at the end of B, and then this time again they introduce it again but it's not hot and heavy it's just light and i have a feeling the way it's being introduced is that by the time we are doing a lot of multiplication i think i looked in the d and i think there's more multiplication there but it's still s- spread out mm-hmm. you know it's not all multiplication i have a, i wonder if that slowly emerging concept is going to make things more enjoyable and easier to, uh, you know, understand when she finally gets into multiplication. One of the Maybe cool she won't
1: be memorizing them all. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. One of the cool, and they, I think they also touched a little bit on negative numbers. So okay. they just touched on it. That's been a concept that I've introduced to her already because she's asked me, "Well, well daddy, why can addition? Why can I swap the numbers in addition, um, but I can't do it in subtraction?" Yeah, I so honestly. I showed her on a number line that, you know, if you go below zero, she goes, Well, what's below zero? Well, I said, Well, here you go. <laughs> it's
1: a natural extension. <laughs> let's of talk
0: it. about it. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about negative numbers. And then, you know, and then I dare you, dare we go into the complex space. That's even bigger. But um yeah, so we we they did touch a little bit on negative numbers. So they will begin to to use that. I think specifically that is important for when you start to get into algebra, you know, when you're starting to idea the idea of like, okay, I'm 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 adding, you know, I'm three Maybe I'll have three X here and four X here, and that gives me negative X. So if I add that over to the other side, it becomes positive X, that type of thing. I think if they they need to introduce that now, maybe in preparation for that. We did a lot of horizontal math problems, and my daughter just doesn't like horizontal math problems very much because <laughs> she gets the you know, she gets the place values wrong. Yeah. And so it's a good lot to of, see them that way though. It is it is good to see them. A lot of times I've I've told her to, you know, okay, just you know, rewrite it as a vertical math problem, and you can then go ahead and do it that way. And then it, obviously that makes a lot more sense for her because okay, I can see the place value is vertically aligned. That, that works well for her. She doesn't like the horizontal stuff as much. They do do a lot of um, like in your head work. And I don't like that as much, especially at this age, because my daughter really likes to want to do it in her head. She doesn't want to do the work. And that can tend to lead to a lot of wrong answers, mm-hmm. especially on like some of the assessments or some of the, the, like even on the, um, the workbook work that I have her doing now on the Kumon book, she wants to do it in her head. She doesn't want to actually do all the work. And the problem is, is that she's still not, she just doesn't get it like super well. So she starts to make mistakes. So yeah. I, I tried to stay away from any of the activities that said, do this in your head. You know, like there's a bunch of assessments where it says, Hey, what's 23 minus 15. And you're supposed to tell them that. And then they have to write the answer. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can write that, write the problem down, translate what I'm selling you, and then go ahead and write the answer. Because I don't like her doing a lot of stuff in her head right now until she's, you know, further along the path and has a lot more confidence in her capabilities, especially around, you know, a lot of math, a lot of math work, um, with addition and subtraction. I just want her to, to really work through that on hand and have that muscle memory and have that repeated experience of solving those problems so it just becomes second nature. I don't want her to do a lot of stuff in her head. So I, I skipped a little bit of those those activities. Do you think
1: that will hurt at all? Like is is it is that like a, a core piece that she needs, the ability to do it in her no. head? I know we do a lot yeah. of and w- this is one of the areas I think the games are so helpful because she does a yeah. lot of mental math during games. She's, she's doing do it. Do you I, think that maybe during yeah. games she's not so intimidated by the mental math, whereas you're sitting down to do the lesson, yeah. maybe she feels more like pressure? I, I feel like... Per- perfectionism, which yeah, we know she can There's she can a there's a, li-
0: there's a little bit of a streak of that is when she gets things wrong and, and she feels like, oh, I'm not being perfect enough. So I, do want, I don't want I do want to allow her to walk herself into that, that corner. So I do avoid that. The other thing too is is if in a playful s- sense, like with games and stuff, fine. Do the math in your head. I don't care. You know, if you get it wrong, whatever. But this is like this matters here. We need to mm-hmm. get these answers correct. Math is one of those. You know, one, the hard sciences needs to be correct. It's not an opinion right. based type of thing. So it is. It is. You know, two plus two is four, right? So it's mm-hmm. like you can't argue that. And I need you to, to get the right answer. Although I want to. The other thing too is is I, I'm more of a forgiving. Person in the sense that, you know, when you're doing a lot of math or a lot of science, you're doing a lot of, you know, computations and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and you're, you're bound to make a mistake, right? So I want to see your work because I want to see your thinking. Yeah, that's true. And that's, for me, I will reward wrong answers if the thinking was correct and you just made a silly mistake, Mm -hmm. right? That I know you, you know that, you know, eight minus four is four. Like sometimes it's very funny because she gets so... She gets, she's doing so many problems. She just forgets, you know, to look at the operator. Like this is a subtraction problem. So she'll do subtraction, subtraction, and then add the hundreds because she just <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm just doing so many problems. There's so much going on. I, I'm not paying attention that I, I forgive those type of mistakes because that's just, you know, she's just doing practice. But with respect to like doing things from the mind, I, I don't like that as much right now, but she will need to know that later. Like, you know, when you're adding, you know different, you know, when you're doing algebraic equations and you're having to do a quick addition, you know, obviously you're going to do that in your head and you're just going to do simplification. That was even kind of funny because we did so many horizontal problems and they do a lot of like, Oh, what is this missing value here to get this answer? So like eight plus underline equals 16. What is the value? I mean, that is like, you just replaced the missing value with X and now you're doing basic algebra, right? Yeah, yeah. And I actually did that a couple of times where I just said, oh, here, let's do these problems. I go, what would you do to get rid of the eight on this side? How would you, you know, just physically, if then, if something was sitting here, what would you do? Well, I would take it away. Yeah, I said, well, think that way." then what would you do to the other side? Well, I want to do the same thing over here. And so I, we actually did some algebra stuff where I was had her, you know, simplifying equations mm-hmm. and Adding to both sides or subtracting from both sides, and she really just got that. And I think she got that because of all the great work that is in this book. She just so I can see in the future when like we get to E and F levels, if they start to introduce those type of concepts, she's just going to get it. It's just going to be right right away. Yeah, in line. that's pretty great. So anyway, pretty happy with with level C, and we're um, so we started doing. I think right around like less than seventy or eighty, we started doing um, the early. Uh, work on math mammoth so i began math to, mammoth too math mammoth two, i began to layer it under
1: right because math mammoth is a is is a little bit uh higher level than yeah. right start as far as like right start a doesn't correspond to math mammoth level one because a would be started in kindergarten yeah. you know and, and there's kind of what they they're a little like, like math like mammoth overlapped. is first grade yeah they're a little overlap so yeah, they're like, not like perfect
0: like level one would be like a and a will a bit into B and then two right. is B and C. But
1: we really like Math Mammoth and joining them because it yeah. can help give her great practice. So one just of the practice things, work. Yep. One of the things I think is important to note on this, we always purchase just the work, just the uh, the teacher text for Right Start Math, and mm-hmm. then we get the. Worksheets, the e-worksheets option so that we can just print them. Mm-hmm. I think this has a couple of advantages. One, you can use it for your next child, which we are planning to use it for our younger daughter when mm-hmm. it's her time. But the other thing is if our daughter struggles with a worksheet or she struggles with an assessment or something, we can just reprint it like have a fresh slate Mm -hmm. and she can do it again. Um, We can also mark those and say, okay, we'll go back at the end. And we did do this and have her redo a few of the ones that maybe she struggled on in the moment. And now that, you know, see if she does have that mastery. So I think that the, the digital worksheets, I think they're just slightly more expensive than the, than the uh, hard hardbound workbook but the ability to reprint and the ability to use for second child i think makes them more than worth it
0: in the way in the way you did it where you punched the holes and we had it in the binder it's just so useful for me to when i'm getting prepared in the morning just to pop the binder pull that sheet yeah. out put it right on the you know the lesson maybe even preload the first you know the next three or four lessons with that sheet and so right. it makes my work a lot easier to have them free and you know you know in a, in a binder it was really nice yeah. So that was a right start math C. We are very happy with it. We are moving on to D. <laughs> yeah,
1: after we finish Math Mammoth, we'll move a- after, on to D.
0: After um so we'll probably start right start D I think sometime in the summer. So we'll we're going to yeah. take a couple months here. To um finish math to finish Math Mammoth, it'll take a, you know, a couple months to do that and so that'll be a nice review and then we'll we'll move on to D and hopefully at the rate we were going, we'll probably finish D you know, end of the year, maybe a little bit into next year. So um, yeah, we're moving along. She's Math is a good one. And, and I've been very happy with Right Start Math. So we hope you guys uh, enjoy these little reviews.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time.
0: Happy homeschooling!